Comedy Mushroom Cult, the podcast. That'd be cool if it was like Comedy and Mushroom Cult, the movie. But I don't think I have the swag for that. I don't think I have swagger for uh, the big screen, you know? Maybe the small screen, like your your cellular phone screen. Like a fucking... What's that thing that iPhones have? The video chat deal. FaceTime. Hello, fellow kids. <laughs> Let me talk to you about the most cutting-edge technology... You know, the telephone, the thing that was on the wall or in a phone booth (laughs) or sitting on your kitchen table that if one person called and you were on the line, it would be busy. Uh, Now, imagine putting that whole thing in your pocket and being able to look at faces anytime called FaceTime, (laughs) one of the most popular ways to communicate with people. (laughs) And I just like completely blanked on it. Uh, it's a good start. TGIF. Thank God it is Friday. I got my God is Dope television shirt on. Uh, that's what T-shirt stands for, is television shirt. Uh, if you're new to the program, uh, I don't know if I've ever <laughs> said it on here. So if you're confused and you've listened to every single episode of this new iteration of the Comedy Mushroom Cult podcast, uh, you may have never heard television shirt. And that's perfectly fine uh, because that's a little... It's a little couch joke uh, that I tell at night at home to myself, the dog and the girl, Um, because that's who really, if you think this is insane, uh, this is me usually completely sober. I don't know if I've, oh, I have smoked weed on here when we did the, the Martian podcast, which I mean, we might have to do again because I mean, the first one went so swimmingly and everybody, it's a critical acclaim. People loved it. Um, but whatever, snake eating his own tail. We don't need to podcast about the podcast, about podcasting again with other podcasts. It's like when people tell jokes about the last time, or one time they were at a show. Drives me fucking insane. Uh, but no, big week, uh, in, in, uh, Ray Corp. Uh, I rage quit the job that I was working at. Uh, which, like, when you see it in the movies, or when you talk about, like, fuck you, I'm leaving, I'm getting out of here, like, it always feels, uh, like a big moral stance, uh, when in, like, actual reality, uh, it's kind of embarrassing. Uh, not, like, super embarrassing, like, excuse me, I think everybody that I work with was kind of on my team with it, except for, like, the main managers. I mean, obviously, it's gonna make their life more difficult. Um, so they're not like super happy about it cause they like a two weeks notice so they can replace you. Um, that's the only reason is, I mean, it makes it convenient for them. Like if they were going to fire you, they wouldn't give you two weeks notice. They wouldn't be like, Hey, this is your last two weeks. Uh, get your life prepared. Uh, and like your finances put together and start looking for another job. Cause we're going to fire you in two weeks. No, they, they just like kind of let you go. Um, so, like, I don't, like, feel bad about it because fuck them, right? Like, any company would do this to me at any point uh, if uh, if they felt like I violated uh, their set rules and morals. Uh, but, no, again, it's, like, it's loosely uh, embarrassing just because it's always, like, like, you can, like, be, like, I quit and, like, you march off and, like, you just, like, you know, you, you go and... 
uh, you feel good about yourself. You don't have like a job anymore. And like, so like that weights off of you, the place that's been fucking you over for like at least six months or whatever. Uh, it's done. It's like over with, you don't have to worry about it. Like it's gone. You don't ever have to see anybody there again, unless you super want to. And, uh, you know, it, it, I got to like do like my righteous indignation of like, Hey, you fucked me over for the last time. Uh, I'm going to need you to take me off the schedule starting tomorrow. Uh, but, like, the most bitch move <laughs> of all time is, like, rage quitting and then being like, well, I'm going to finish this shift that I just clocked in for, and I'm going to do it professionally. Uh, I'm going to close this place down, and it's going to be uh, one of the better closes in the history of mankind, just so you know what you're missing out on. And it's like, I don't know. I always talk about it. Uh, with the girlfriend of like, hey, if we're ever going to break up, uh, you got to let me hit it at least once just so I can like, just be like, uh, hey, this is what you're going to miss out on thing. Now that's like a, a, a drastic, uh, I don't know. I feel like that's like an overconfidence, uh, for what I bring in the bedroom. Uh, because I don't know, I've been having sex as me for, uh, I don't know. 16 years, like half of my life, you know, at least half of my life. Shout out me, uh, being sexually active for at least half of my life or damn near close to it. I feel like I deserve some sort of medal or, um, like a framed something like a, like you get a diploma when you graduate college, they give you like a gold watch when you work 20 years at a company, like for like my sexual history and life uh, could get a driver's license. Like, I should be able, like, you should get a license of, like, congratulations, it has been about 16 years or so since you had sex, uh, your sexual history and life could, uh, life, <laughs> life could, uh, could drive at this point. And not even in, like, a temp's way, where, like, your parents would have to watch you do it, which would be, like, super weird and very awkward if, like, you had to get a temp's for, like, your sexual life, but I don't know, maybe it'd be more, I don't, you know, we're going to stop that. Nobody wants their parents uh, involved in that whole thing. Maybe like a teacher. Like that'd be not like a teacher teacher, but like somebody like once you turn 18, you're like an adult, um, whatever way that it wouldn't be creepy, like an expert, like how kids today are like learning about sex, like through their phones on pornography websites. Like if there was just like some sort of like doula like person who's like, hey, this is where this is. Like, you can't always just, like, leave it up to, like, cool chicks to, like, be patient with you forever. I feel like that's why, like, chicks date older dudes is because, like, they already know things. Like, they've ran their way through enough, like, impatient young chicks and, like, the older ones don't want to, like, deal with them anymore. So, like, they end up hooking up with younger chicks and, like, younger chicks are like, oh, he's actually good at it. You know? So, like, that's where, like, young dude shit... And they're, like, more mature, like, it's not, like, they're not wiling as much, but, like, they also just, like, kind of know what to do better, just because they've got experience. They've maybe had, like, one and a half to two chicks at some point be super cool and teach them how to, like, please a woman. Or a man, if you're into that thing. I think that's probably a good amount easier. Uh, you kind of just exactly know how well you're doing uh, based off of, I don't know, like... You can't really fake it if you're a dude. I guess you could, but, like, I don't know. That was a weird tangent. Uh, but, yeah, I quit my, I quit my job. And, uh, 
I don't know. I already got a new job. Like, it's it's so easy to get a new job right now. I mean, if you're not being picky, I've seen some people be like, well, it's not that easy. It's hard for me to find a job. No, you're looking for a career. I don't want to be like Mike Rowe out here and be like, just take any shitty job and, like, do it and make money and take your lumps and look for it and work for it. But, like, I don't know. It's always fun when, like, other quote-unquote comedians are like, oh, I've been looking for a job for, like, three or four months and I just can't find the right one. I don't know, fucking anything that makes it so you can go to more open mics and fucking shows and travel and do comedy, like, that's the job you're looking for. Do you want to do comedy? Do you want to be a comedian? Then fuck your normal day job. Get a job that pays the bills. Get something that's, like, not mentally stimulating. Put your energy into doing comedy, you fucking hacks. You can't be your parents. And it's always, like, the same people who are like, comedy's unfair and it's hard to get in. Like... Do I hang around and pal around and, like, do the networking and get booked because I'm friends with whoever's running a show or whatever? No, because I'm, like, I don't know. I don't stay out until and drink forever. Like, I'm actually good at comedy. So, like, I get booked because I'm good at comedy and because I know some people. Like, I'm not stupid and, like, I network and all that stuff, but, like, whatever. But it's always the people who are, like, oh, it should be based off of x y and z and you don't like the it's always the people who are like trying to make guide rules like they want it to be like fucking drama club where if you're hanging out and you're trying your best you get the same opportunities as other people like no you it's it's actually a meritocracy at the base of it if you are good it doesn't matter if you're an asshole it doesn't like Nothing proves it more than, like, the fucking Me Too shit. Like, if you're the best in the world, and obviously, like, don't rape or assault or, like, do any of that. But, like, Louis C.K.'s back because he's one of the best ever. And, like, yeah, he had to disappear for a while. But nothing proves that, like, skill gets you... Oh, fucking the NFL. Deshaun Watson has raped every single person who's ever come near him that's got a fucking massage parlor. And he's still playing quarterback, making millions of dollars. Like, if you are good, it doesn't matter what the fuck you do in your life. Fucking Kanye West. He hates the Jews. You can't hate the Jews. We've been over it. But, like, the next time he comes out with a new album, who knows? I don't even know if he's working on a new album anymore. Like, but people will be like, all right, if it's good, like, maybe he might have had a point. Like, that's what it is. But, like, especially if you are good at comedy and you're a decent person like everybody could be better but like if you're good you're easy to work with you're going to get gigs it's not a hard fucking thing to deal with it's not a hard thing to wrap your mind around if you put your energy into it and actually try at it instead of being like well i have a family so i can't dedicate all this time for it like you forgot about me well you forgot about comedy like you didn't make the fucking choice to do it like if you have a goal like an actual goal in your life that like I'm going to do X. What are you going to do to get there? What sacrifice are you going to make? It's always those fucking people who are like, I want to make $100,000 a year at my day job and then go do comedy at night and end up being famous. But I don't want to like have to deal with the in-between, like the struggle, the sacrifice. I don't want to have to give up having a family life. I want my white picket fence and I want to be living in New York like on a floor at the same time. Like I don't want to struggle. I don't want to suffer. You shouldn't have to suffer to get something. It's like, no, you have to make great choices to get great shit. That's why you're going to be, like, running your own stupid shows forever and staying in your same fucking suburb of fucking nonsense shows. And that's not even pointed at one specific person. There's a bunch of them. A bunch of these fucking people. 
oh, sorry, I'm trying to be a good father. Sorry that I'm trying to be a good mother. Like, okay, congratulations. Your job is now parent and supporting that child. That's why some of us don't have kids, me specifically. I don't have them because I don't want to have to deal with, like, being a terrible father and ruining somebody else's life because I've got fucking open mics to be at. Because I know myself, you know? Like, there's no point in my life where I would be like, hey, do you know what I would much rather be doing than four minutes in fucking Albuquerque hanging out with some fucking six-month-old? Like, they're not interesting. They can't talk about their dicks. I mean, I would much rather my child not talk about their dick around me, but, like, you get the point. Like, they don't have any... Like, they can't even comprehend ancient aliens right now. They don't understand, like, the space-time paradox. I can't smoke weed with my kid. Like, that's illegal. That's child endangerment. I'd have to find somebody else's kid to smoke weed with, which is still child endangerment, but, like, not... And it's way more creepy. I mean, I don't know. Don't hang out with children. Like, it's weird how much you guys like hanging out with your children. Like, I get it. Like, you're genetically, like, predisposed. Like, you get chemicals dumped in your brain to trick you into thinking that that kid is the most important thing in the world. Well, what about, like, your dreams? Like, did you always want to be, like, making phone calls, selling snake oil pills to fucking weirdos on Facebook? You want to be selling workout shakes to, like, the same four people that you've been friends with since you were 11? Because you all have kids and want some sort of, like, fucking... You all want attention on Facebook because you see people getting attention for it. And you're like, oh, I wasted the hottest part of my life being pregnant with this kid. And now I'm fucked. But, like, let me do this workout and I can get, like, 38-year-old dudes to like my statuses because I've been working out. And I can get, like... They're 34-year-old wives who see them hitting on a 28-year-old to be like, well, I need to, like, get on these shakes so I can be hot on the internet. And then my husband will love me again. Well, maybe he's just sick of you. Same thing with dudes. Fucking Frank Thomas coming on TV trying to be like, hey, your dick doesn't work anymore and your wife's sick of you. Take these fucking Nugenics pills. And we're all just going to forget that, like, Nugenics is so close to Eugenics, which is, like, absolutely wild. Like, we're just going to, like, get, like, Eugenics. It's in the goddamn name. Like, they're trying to, like, make the perfect race. Frank Thomas is trying to make you the perfect race. Not, like, white or black, but, like, race of humans. I think you get it. Yeah, rage quitting. (laughs) But the embarrassing part of it is that you just like it's out of your control at a certain point like everybody nobody wants to be like right yeah i just got up and walked out of there and everybody's like this rules and like that's so cool and blah 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 but then like nobody sees the embarrassing part of you just like getting home and like trying to explain it to like a rational human being who wasn't there and being like i quit my job oh do you have something lined up oh no like not even i mean i have an interview that i'm like pretty sure it's gonna go well oh okay cool So, like, what are you going to do for money between... Like, I don't know. I might sell fucking plasma or, like, get into sex work. I don't don't really know. If you've got something for me to sell, I'll I'll sell it for you. You want to pay me? Like, that's, that's always like, oh, what's step two? And you're just like, well, I don't know. Step one was just, like, handle the rage and, like, do the thing that would, like, make me feel the best and stop being angry in this moment. Which, fine. You know? Like... 
it's going to work out best for everybody. I'm making more money at a new place than I was at a place that I was at for a year. And these people seem cool. So that'll be fine. Uh, oh, um, I'm going to try to like plug something in the middle of this instead of right at the end when people are already probably sick of my bullshit. Uh, which, I mean, if you made it this far and you're not already sick of my bullshit, there's a lot of like weird uh, rants that you have to be like bought in on this episode to just really go into it. I mean, there's like drug use, uh, there's sexual doulas, uh, there's quitting jobs. Uh, there's really pointing out, uh, the farce that you are, uh, if you are like trying to chase a career in one thing while also saying that you want to be famous for comedy. Like there's, there's a lot of things. All right. So I understand if like at some point, uh, I might've made you upset and you've turned this off, but if you're still listening, uh, I've got pins. If you want a pin, hit me up. I can send you the pins. I've got envelopes. Uh, it turns out I have seven stamps in the house. Hold on. There might be another side of the thing. Seven stamps uh, in the house. Uh, so I can send pins to seven people. Um, make you a deal. If you want to buy more pins, I'll send you more pins. As long as they fit into an envelope. But I'm also doing a... Uh, um, a writing project that I started, it turns out, in November of 2021. Um, I started writing down, um, they're like, the the title of it's Things I Think Too Much About, or Think About Too Much, I forget at this point. Things I Think About Too Much. And, I don't know, like, I fixate on weird things, and, like, they're just, like, certain prompts and ideas and like a constant thread of certain things that just like rotate their way through my life and uh, through my thoughts and I don't know. So I decided I decided that I was going to make this uh, Google Doc and I was going to write on these things for a while and like come back to it and like add to it if I wanted to, subtract to it if I wanted to, um, just kind of explaining my thoughts on certain things. And it's like big things like God and sex and politics and uh um things like that and it's not satire it's not comedy per se but it's kind of like my view on a lot of these things but um I just kind of came back to it after like a therapy session on Wednesday of like uh hey maybe your thoughts change and I was like oh shit I have this thing let me read it and I was like actually loosely impressed with some of my writing on it um most of the writing on it and I've added a couple of things to it and like worked it around and formatted it um because like I I don't want to like release it as a book I don't want to like yet maybe at some point like if people like it and would want to buy physical copies of it sure uh but I'm kind of just like stealing the idea uh that Shea Serrano has of like making a pdf file and then uh he sells them because he like makes money as being a writer and it's like a cheap way like low overhead way of him getting his money back off of it uh this is the first one this is like the first non uh comedy related sort of uh artistic venture that i've done um, and it's kind of like if like blogs were still a real thing, I would give it away. Like I would put it up as a blog and hope people read it. Uh, but what I really want to do is just like have people read this and see it. Um, I think it's a pretty good sample of writing and like a good, uh, point of like my worldview on things. Um, if you like this podcast, uh, you'll probably like 
things I think about too much. Um, but my goal is to kind of finish it because I like looked at it again and I was happy with where it was and reading the Rick Rubin book of like, Hey, nothing's ever going to be perfect. I mean, you can wait till it's perfect. Uh, but then at that point, like the culture and like the time may have passed and like a work of art is really just like a snapshot of where you were at that point in your life. And I feel like this is like still a good shot of where I'm at in life. Uh, I still like a lot of the thoughts that are in it. Um, and of course, since I've like added to some of it and like moved some stuff around and formatted it, we're at like seven or eight pages of like a PDF, um, mostly single space. Like it's not the easiest thing. I don't know. For me, it's easy to read because it's the way my mind works. I don't know uh, if it'll be easy for other people to read, but the biggest thing, uh, I'm going to give it away for free. Um, but I want people to read it. I want to like make sure that people have it and make sure that like people enjoy it maybe and see if it's like something that um they'd be interested in or like again like it might bring people back to this podcast more might bring people to my comedy it's like free advertising kind of uh but I also know that like right now people are afraid to support things that might be a little bit outside of like the norm uh, I know that my style of comedy might not be for everybody. My style of thinking um, might not be the best. It might be a little abrasive for some people or touch on things that uh, they don't want their family or life or work uh, to see that they're interested in because, like, they're trying to live a normal life, and I've, like, given up on that. I completely get that. Um, so I'm not making you, like, fill out a form. I'm not going to, like, tell you... Um, to share it unless you really, really want to. If you want to share it, I would love for you to share it. Um, but I'm going to email it to people directly um, once I'm done with it. Like I said, I want to finish it this weekend. Um, I've kind of formatted it. I'm kind of happy with where it's at, but I want to like sit on it and look at it for a few days in a row. See if I want to like add some stuff, take some stuff away. Um, but really the plan is to like get it out and like be done with it and distribute it to whoever wants it. So, um, please DM me your email address. I don't want to spam you with anything. Might I use the email list for like sending out shows when I'm in certain areas or um, sending out like I hear this is like a new thing. Maybe, maybe I'll do that at some point, but I'm not trying to spam anybody. I don't want you to be part of like an email list unless you want to be on one. Um, I'm not trying to like hawk you shit all the time. I just want to send you this thing. Um, and I think, because I want, like, feedback, and I, I mean, I don't even really give a fuck about feedback, I just want to give it to people who, if you're listening to this, um, pretty regularly, you'll probably like it, and, you know, I just want to give people stuff, um, I want to put more work out there, and I just kind of want to get out there, so, that's my pitch for that, um, I really want you to come out to a show, uh, because I'm good at comedy, uh, especially now, I'm kind of finding that, like, good middle ground of, caring like because it's the it's the only thing that I like doing um it's my life's goal to put out com like comedic work put out stand-up comedy um to make people laugh make people have a good time enjoy themselves maybe do a little bit of thinking um again Rick Rubin's book uh one of the most reassuring things um that every once in a while when people are like you need to use your platform it's great that I saw, like, one of the most successful creatives in the world saying, like, if your work makes a point, that's great. But, like, trying to create a piece of art to make a point 
kind of just makes it no longer art. It makes it a statement. It's no longer art. So, like, I like creating things that are funny. I want them to be funny. And if you think about a few things or get introduced to a few new thoughts, or if it, like, even if something makes you mad, like, I would like people to think about why it makes them mad. Stuff like that. Like, I want that, like, it doesn't matter what I say. I want you to, like, leave there feeling happy. Like, one of the greatest compliments to me is, like, somebody was like, I don't even know, I couldn't tell you one of your jokes off the top of my head, but it's somebody who, like, actually enjoys my comedy, which is good. That means they're, like, invested in kind of me and the way that I'm doing it. Like, I don't want Hot Pockets. I mean, yes, it would be nice to be a millionaire and to be able to, like, tell just Hot Pockets all the time. But, like, I don't know. Fucking... He put out Hot Pockets 20 years ago, and he still has to do it. Burt Kreischer doing the machine all the time. Good for him. He's a millionaire. He got a movie out of it. I would never I would never fault any single person for taking that trajectory, but like, if he doesn't tell the machine at the end of his uh, shows, people are pissed. Now, it's like part of like what his whole thing is. Like I don't want to have to do that. I would much rather have people be bought in on me than like a story I tell or a specific joke I tell. So I'm okay with that. Um, but that's kind of what we're going for here. Um, so, and I'm best live. Like this is me in a room ranting by myself. The dog is basically on my lap. He's passed out. Um, in the video, you'll never see. I'll show him real quick. He's not, uh, he's not happy with this at all because you'd much rather just be sleeping, but I'm going to go to the gym soon, so he'll get his alone time. Um, I work out. I'm excited to, uh, yeah, dude, go back to sleep. <laughs> I was just talking about you. You're fine. Um, I've been working out pretty regularly, not every single day, but most days now. Um, so like, I like so much so that I like have to try and remember to uh, like stretch more and like do yoga and meditation, which like I need to get back on more. Um, because you can like tell in your brain and stuff like that and in your body a little bit, but like my body feels better. Um, I definitely feel stronger. Um, I don't know if I've lost any weight. I'm kind of at like last month I was at like my quote unquote goal weight that I wanted to get down to, uh, when I first started losing weight a few years ago. Um, so that's kind of big news. That's fun. Um, but I would like to stay at that weight or under, but I would also like to like look better on stage. Like sure it's vain, but like, I don't know. I want to look better. I want to look good on camera. Uh, I want to look good for people. I also want to feel good. Um, I feel much better. And I mean, if you're one of those people who is like being big is beautiful and it is like, congrats. I was, when I was like skinny from like not eating as much or, um, like I would feel weird. Like I was like, I felt like half of who I really am. Like I've always been bigger. I've always like had more of like a solid build to me. Like even when I was like in shape and young and like playing rugby, like, and could run forever. Like I was still like wide and like solid and like bigger and like had some mass behind me. Like I get it. Um, so like when I was skinny, and, like, doing it in an, in an unhealthy way, uh, like, I completely get why some people are averse to it, and, like, why some people are afraid to do stuff like that, 
Uh, because, like, you have this image of yourself in your brain and, like, reasons why you don't want to do it. But I guarantee you, if you, like, actually work towards something, um, like, even if it's not to, like, be in better shape or look better or, like, go to the gym. Like, if you're just like, hey, I'm going to walk around the block two times. Like, doing something to make your body feel better, I guarantee you, your your brain will feel better, too. Like, it's just, you blow off all that steam, you get a dopamine rush, um, and it's real, like, and you feel good. Like, because I'm a month and a half, uh, maybe a month of just, like, solid working out um, at least, like, four to five times a week, and it's, like, time that I look forward to now. Like, you just go in, you put your head down, you don't have to worry about anything else except for, like, lifting that thing in front of you, um, and just, like, fucking going. And it's nice. You blow off some steam, you feel strong, you feel good, and then, like, you look in the mirror a couple weeks later, and, like, things start tightening up, and you're like, oh, shit, like, all of those pictures that I thought I looked good in, and every single piece of clothing that I thought... Um, I looked good and now actually looks good. Like all of the things that you buy that you're like, oh, girlfriend, I'm going to look great in this. Uh, you actually look great in. And it's like, and I don't even know how much I've lost. You know, it's not even about losing weight. Um, it's feeling good. It's shaping your body to kind of look like what you want it to look like. Um, and it's about confidence. So, I mean, if you're happy with where you're at, cool, great, go for it. Um, I appreciate you and your journey, but, um, I can almost guarantee you that you'll feel better, um, just by doing a little bit of work, even if you don't like just a little bit of shit you don't want to do, you know, like, do I want to be sweating in a fucking planet fitness, uh, while some like 105 pound chick is like squat thrusting, uh, like doing that bar thing where like, you're just like humping the air, like, do I want to be, like, sweating doing my, like, three and a half minutes on the fucking stair climber? No. Like, it's not, like, the most uh, appealing thing. But, I mean, one, I'm not, like, trying to get her approval. I'm, like, working on something myself. Two, I don't know. I, we would have nothing in common. Um, I mean, obviously, I have a girlfriend. We'll start with that, uh, just in case she's listening and wants to, like, key in on the fact that other women exist in the world. Uh, but, like, you it's not even about making other people happy. It's about making yourself happy, looking yourself in the mirror, seeing that you did something, uh, that you thought you couldn't do or thought you didn't want to do and thought that you didn't want to, you didn't want to look better. You do. Everybody does. You can do it in a healthy way. It doesn't matter what fucking Cosmo says. You don't need to lose that extra five pounds or whatever the fuck. Uh, I don't like, I'll probably have gained a little bit of weight because I'm lifting and like muscle weighs more than fat. So, like, I don't know. I just feel better. I know my stupid gut's a little bit smaller. Um, I'm still eating, like, an asshole a decent amount. So, like, this counterbalances it pretty well. Like, I I need to clean that up. But, it like, I no longer just, like, wake up and I'm like, oh, God, I can't believe I did that again. It's like, all right, now we're going to go work this off. Um, which, again, isn't the healthiest way to do it. But it's also, it's what works. So, I don't know. Work out if you want. Um, send me your emails do the thing uh whoisroyroberts.com come to shows um i've got a bunch of really cool shit coming up so it's it's getting really cool um if you run a show book me i know that's not the way uh to get booked on anything but that's fine 
if you run a show, book me. If you're in a town uh, that I that you want to see me do comedy, find the closest club. Call them. Ask them uh, when I'm coming to town because I've probably emailed them and they haven't emailed me back because everybody's busy and everybody wants to sell tickets. And if you go, hey, I for sure will go here, they know at least one person who will come out. And that's a lot more than anybody else. Like if one person calls them or posts on their social media of when is Ray Roberts coming to your club, uh, that's more than what a lot of people are doing, except for like famous people who are already going there or are never going to go there. So do that. Um, share the podcast with your friends and family. Um, we're getting closer to the deadline of me getting to a thousand followers on Instagram. Uh, I also forgot about the boudoir shoot, uh, with that. So, um, I don't know, follow me on Instagram so I don't have to worry about it. Um, usually there's a song to like the theme. Um, I was going to do like a rage quit, uh, song, but I also just like the BC boys came on today and I don't know, it's uh, the BC boys fucking rip. And I don't know the last time I've just heard them out of context or uh, heard a song that's not Sabotage. Uh, so to not have sh- Sabotage on there, um, we're going to do um, Intergalactic by the Beastie Boys. So here's uh, here's that. Oh, man, there's so many other good songs on this playlist that I kind of want to listen to now. But... Um, I might just save this fucking, I just might save this playlist. All right, but Intergalactic by the Beat C Boys, uh, they're known to let the beat drop. Thanks. Intergalactic, 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 intergal